This is Ubby doing the <laughs> intro this time because we're switching it up. So, welcome to episode 11. This is Ubby again. <laughs> I'm Lakshanya. And today yeah. we're, we're, we like had like a five second conversation about what to talk about for the podcast this week. And I said, <laughs> we're probably just going to end up talking about Ted Lasso. Election, it was like, let's just talk about Ted Lasso then. <laughs> so, I guess, well, let's just start with like, how was your week? And then we'll get to Ted mm-hmm. Lasso. Also, if the vibes are off, it's because we're recording this. Your time, it's like 11 30 yeah. p.m., and my time, it's like 8 30 p.m., and we usually record at like seven evening, not nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the vibes won't so, be off, they'll just be like chiller just much more vocal fry (laughs) (laughs) that'll be great um yeah how was your week my week was all right um i what did i do this week i went to um the mint museum today in uptown charlotte that was pretty cool it's just like art and stuff i went with my friend zoe and we're both kind of like we're not like intellectuals about art. We're not like oh, like it, like <laughs> we're both just like yeah, this looks cool. We like it. So it was <laughs> nice to like just like kind of look around and be like, this is this looks sick. Yeah, I miss art museums. I haven't been to a museum in a hot minute. I like, like even before history the pandemic. Museums. Yeah, I don't know. I really like looking at everything. I just can't digest information like that. Because it's so much. Like, I don't actually learn anything from museums. I just look at everything on the walls, and it's, like, overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. My dog but just... I... He's laying on my... Sorry. He's laying on my bed. He just, like... You know how dogs will, like, dig blankets? Mm-hmm. He just dug mm-hmm. the blanket that he was laying on that I'm using, and then he dug it up, and then got off the blanket and just went and laid on a pillow. How rude. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, I feel Your dog's you. been hanging out in your room Dude, a lot. Dude, he, like, spends his whole day in my room. I don't know if he likes me or something. I, I truly, <laughs> like, he spends all day in my room. And he's been spending a lot of nights in my room. And I feel really honored. And I don't know why. I think he's just sensing that, like, you're leaving home Or he just knows I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the moon's been doing... Something. Probably. the vibes are just, like, not... They're not there. <laughs> Absolutely not. I did something yeah. recently, think... other than the museum. I don't remember. Oh, I think I just got lunch or something. Anyway. Yeah. You got lunch at that pizza place. Yeah. I think... Yeah. And then... Yeah, that was it. That was... That was this week? Yeah, that... Dude, my sense was of like time... Monday. I thought it was Sunday today. (laughs) It's like, oh, it's Saturday? Dude, on Thursday... So, Thursday was my... Sorry to talk... Like, you guys were talking about me now. No, no, no. (laughs) I was done. I have nothing else to say. (laughs) But Thursday was my brother's birthday, and we decided to go to Santa Cruz, and it was really, really wonderful. Like, it was really, really wonderful, and Mm -hmm. I loved it a lot, because we went during the sunset time, and like the beach at sunset not it wasn't sunset sunset like it was like 5 p.m 6 p.m yeah 
but it was like it was like the sun was low enough to where the water was like clear and you can see it and like mm-hmm. it wasn't super hot and it wasn't super crowded because it was a Thursday and it was just really nice and we went and like we hung out and it felt like a, like a weekend day so on Friday when I woke up I fully thought it was Saturday and then I heard my dad on a call and I was like why is he on a call <laughs> why is he working and then I opened my phone and I was like oh <laughs> yeah it's just like all over the place but yeah Thursday was really wonderful that's good um yeah and then Friday I went to Starbucks I don't know I've been having a lot of thoughts about depression lately. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. yeah. I've been wanting to play... Um, so the reason I started thinking about this game was because... Someone said something about Geometry Dash to me, so I downloaded Geometry Dash to play it, because I just... I have no I social... I thought you said Geometry Dash to me, and I was what? like... What? <laughs> No, ge- ge- <laughs> someone said something about geometry dash to me. I was like, I was like, do you mean ush to me? And what are no, you no, talking no, no, no. about? <laughs> but, um, but yes, geometry dash. And so I downloaded it because I wanted to play it. And then I got an ad for like Harry Potter Wizarding World Hogwarts Mystery. <laughs> so I downloaded that because I was like, okay. And then I remembered about... There's like a leg. There was a Lego Harry Potter game, and it came out like on iPad when I was in like maybe like fourth, fifth grade, and it was really good, like mm. very well done, because it like cost money. It wasn't just like a cheap, free game off the app mm-hmm. store or anything like that. It was a really good game, and now I just really want to play it, but it's only on like console, Nintendo Switch, and like it said it was on Mac OS, but I think it like got removed from the app store at some point. But I'm just, like, on a quest to figure out if, like, I just really want to... I don't know why I just want to play that game so badly. Dude, you should just get a Switch. I'm thinking about it. I was looking at it. <laughs> but, like, it's also, you like, expensive. You should just get a Switch. We'll see. Maybe if Apparently, I can, like, make up some make some money somehow. Because everyone went on that, like, what's it called? Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing phase. Yeah, see, when everyone was doing that, I have a GameCube that has, like, the really old Animal Crossing, so I, like, whipped out my GameCube to try to feel, like... Because Animal Crossing (laughs) is really fun, so I was like, I want to play Animal Crossing. So I just, like, got my GameCube. I've never played. It's really fun. I've never played. I remember I got my first Nintendo DS for Christmas when I was, like, five or six. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I was, like, five or six. And the only games I played on it were the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody game, <laughs> where you have to walk around in the hotel, and, like, the Tinkerbell game. Um, yeah, the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody game and Tinkerbell on it. And it was really, really great. And those are the only games I know how to play, and I also play Subway Surfers on my phone yeah. every day. Um, <laughs> and, and that's it. But apparently Animal Crossing is really nice. My favorite one of my favorite youtubers nicole raffi she had a whole video on how mm-hmm. animal crossing helped like with her depression <laughs> no it, it it really is because you get to like create your own little world yeah it's really fun yeah so i like yeah i don't know but i don't want to like spend money for a switch just to play animal crossing for like a month and then... yeah that's that's fair <laughs> 
I I have a friend who was like, I don't use my Switch if you want. You can just, like, borrow it, and then, like, mm-hmm. if I want it back, I'll just ask for it back, because... That's kind. Yeah, but I feel bad about just taking someone's... <laughs> taking someone's Switch. Yeah. Yeah, I Maybe I can't ask my brother to get me one, because he has a job now. He'd probably be like, no, <laughs> I don't make money. You know, he, like... He probably doesn't make enough to just be like, here's $300. <laughs> like, that's a little ridiculous. <laughs> probably not. Dude, I was thinking about it today, and I was like, my brother graduates high school. He's the class of 2027, which, like, doesn't click in my brain for me. I don't even me. like to think about something, like, years existing past 2024 <laughs> doesn't make sense to me. Because that's when we graduate, and, like, past that, like, I don't want to think about... He, yeah, he graduates high school, 2027, and then he graduates college, 2031, and I was like, how old am I going to be when he graduates college? You, and then I was you like, could I'm be like, 29 you years You could old. potentially, and this is your prerogative, you could potentially have a whole ass family. I am going to be 29 <laughs> years old when my brother graduates college, and like, my brain is not rubbing together like my two brain cells are not rubbing together to like comprehend is that what that. brain cells do they create know. friction dude this is stressing me out i have my psych midterm on wednesday and I, i'm supposed to psych know how this works dumb you you're good just <laughs> just like it's um neurons and resting um, potential and hormo- potential um and- norepinephrine and serotonin means no depression. Oxy- <laughs> Oxytocin. I, I remember when... Because you know how there's, like, epinephrine and norepinephrine? Mm-hmm. I would, like, would do an Australian accent. I'd be like, norepinephrine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that when we did so psych. It, yeah, it's awful. I It's really bad. But it was, like, a joke <laughs> I remember making. You're like, it's norepinephrine. Yeah. What else did I do this week? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really do much. You. I mean, your your classes started what last week, two weeks ago. They cla- My classes started two weeks ago. Have we talked about your classes yeah. starting? I don't think so. I think the last time, because the last podcast was talking about when you were here. So oh I yeah. Was like, I have classes. Yeah, they're fine. They're whatever. <laughs> I'm taking linguistics and psychology, and they're fine. That's good. <laughs> I mean, I think linguistics sounds super boring, but... It's interesting. It's I pretty feel like interesting. It was I probably it. interesting for the first, first like, <laughs> first two classes. No, 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 no. It's interesting. Like, it's nice to think about. It's just the thing with linguistics is the classes are three hours long, and it's like 1 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. And it's literally right after I eat lunch. So I'm so tired. And I have to sit there mm-hmm. like digesting information for three hours. And I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> I don't want to You can't do just this. talk about words for three hours, but dude. That's it's like too much. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. I was going to start Anyways. talking about depression. Speaking of depression, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is <laughs> the absolute opposite of that. <laughs> it's literally I, the cure. I got 
um, me, my cousin, my brother were up till 2 a.m. last night, and we watched up to episode because I wanted to get I wanted to get to the episode when Danny comes in. Yeah. So I was like, we'll stop after my favorite character comes in. <laughs> so we watched up to like episode six, and then my brother was like, this is like. He was like, this is what I needed. Like, I haven't felt, like, this good about, like, I haven't felt, like, this, this show good. is really good. Because yeah. he was like, there's, like, some, he was like, there's, like, a feeling of a combination of, like, British humor, but also, like, like, he was just like, there's, like, a, a weird thing where it's not, like, super clear. And I was like, yeah, it's really good. And he was like, yeah, I, like, didn't realize how much I was going to enjoy this. It's, like... I know what you're like I know what your brother was getting at cuz it's like yeah it's like my favorite shows are always the shows that like either take a genre and then just completely like flip it on its head or like blend genres or like just mm-hmm. do something with like the form or like mm-hmm. expectations or whatever at risk of sounding pretentious <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like Ted Lasso is like it takes the like sports it's so comedy simple. it's concept. so simple it's so simple in concept but it's written so well where it's like the concept doesn't even like it's like it's the best possible way the concept could have been portrayed yeah because like i think that like we were talking about it's refreshing to not have to like consume art that's considered artistic because it's dark oh my and God. depressing and that's what makes it artistic because and like me and my brother also talking about how like yes a lot of art comes from a dark place because people who have suffered trauma and stuff mm-hmm. like that are able to cope with such things through mm-hmm. art and that's why sometimes art can be super like i'm sad <laughs> but it's refreshing to see like a comedy that can deal with serious topics and deal with heavy subjects without like dragging you down like there are moments in the show that are serious and do get deep but you don't feel like heavy because there's a constant sense of hope there's never a sense of this is gonna end bad exactly it's like because if you think about it like there's themes in the show where they talk about like dark stuff like they are not dark stuff but like like one of the main things that in a different show that could be dark if they like portrayed it that way like one of the characters was in like an abusive marriage and like yeah another character who's like going through a divorce and literally like ted lasso the main character the okay so the concept we've talked about also like spoilers like okay yeah obviously to be said yeah obviously <laughs> and <laughs> but even if you haven't watched this and you listen to this episode and there's spoilers i think it's the type of show where even if you know what's happening it'll still be it's, enjoyable. you still like yeah no it still will be good because you can't like we're not going to spoil every joke that's in the yeah, show for you yeah, it's, yeah. you're still going to find it funny yeah, yeah yeah um but what was i saying yeah so the um. whole concept we've talked about the show i've talked about the show so much in previous episodes <laughs> but basically it's about this guy ted lasso who's a football coach in america like he coaches american football but he's hired to coach english football or like the rest soccer. of the world's football soccer yeah in england and he doesn't know anything about the game and him and at, his like assistant, at all at all and him and his assistant coach 
um, go and fly over there and like coach the game and stuff. And you would think with that concept, it's like, oh, fish out of water, American guy in Britain, like, ha ha. Yeah. But you keep watching this show and you're like, I. <laughs> the fish <laughs> out of water thing, like, lasts about, like, one episode. Yeah, yeah. Before yeah, yeah. he's like, I got this. Like, he obviously, like, still doesn't know a lot of stuff about the game mm-hmm. throughout this whole series, and, like, that's, like, the joke. Yeah. But he doesn't. There's not, like, that weird, awkward, like, the, him acting like England is, like, a whole other planet and being <laughs> like, you guys are crazy. <laughs> like, there's jokes throughout it. Like, that's one of the main punchlines or, like, through lines or whatever you call it like Mm -hmm. through it but it's not like in your face because i feel like if it was any other show like after the second episode you would have been like okay like we get it this is tiring yeah we (laughs) get it england is different than america nice job (laughs) (laughs) but it's so good and just like so ted lasso himself the character they could have made him like a parody and i guess in some ways like they could have just made him a cartoon what are you doing? So I was cracking my knuckles. Okay. I thought you were on your phone. And I was like... No, I was cracking my knuckles and, like, watching the waveform jump every time I cracked <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be in the audio. No, I'll take it out. Okay. But we will leave it in that I we talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> um... The main character himself could have been super, like, cartoonish and parody parody like because he is like his whole thing is just like unending optimism and joy Mm -hmm. and hope and that can come off as like a little tired after a while and he has like a really comical southern accent and everything but like (laughs) the thing that i think they did really well is they grounded him like he still Mm -hmm. knows how the world works and how the world is yeah, his optimism doesn't come from a lack of perspective. Yeah. Like, a lack of exactly. the idea of reality. He's not exactly. just, like, we can... Exactly. Well, yeah. He's not, like, it's not optimism at that's rooted in naivety or naivety. No. It's just, like, belief that good things will happen, like, good people type of thing is what it feels yeah. like. And I think, like, that type of energy is, like... I just need more of that in shows. Like, please, I'm begging. Like, Barry Barry on HBO is my favorite TV show. Absolute garbage show. (laughs) And it's about a hitman who kills people, and that's my favorite show. But I need less shows like that. Yeah. (laughs) More shows where it's like you're rooting for It's not necessarily traditional sitcom. Exactly. But it's not necessarily like we're not. It's not. And, like, and like you could, and it's not necessarily a dramedy either, because, like, shows like Shameless and, I don't know, what's another dramedy? Fleabag. <laughs> yeah, and, like, those types of things, they're great because you're able to get ha-has and laughs, but you're also getting, like, this is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's it's nice for the subject itself to not be like, you know, like art. Super we're gonna get stakes. evicted. Yeah, or like, like, not like actual life and death. 
Because there's still stakes because it's sports and they're like trying not to get relegated or whatever. Yeah. And you still... But it it feels more like, you know, it's it's light. It's... Yeah. And like just the... All the characters in the show, not just Ted, but I feel like the types of characters that they've written around him is also perfect. Because it's Mm -hmm. like you have... um, Rebecca, who's the, like, sports... Perfect. I'm in love with her. <laughs> <laughs> um, the sports, like, advisor coach lady. She owns the club. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, like, yeah. She, like, owns the football club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's, like, the boss of everyone. And mm-hmm. she, like, is running the place. And her character, when you first meet her, it's, like, the archetype of, like, the mean... She's the girl boss archetype. (laughs) Yeah. But I wouldn't even argue. She's not, like... I feel like even from the first episode, you don't, like, think of her as, as, like, a mean boss lady. Mm -hmm. Because she she exposes her reasoning for doing what she's doing. Can we say? Oh, let's just say... I mean, it's spoilers. Like, it's fine. (laughs) Well, so the reason she hires Ted in the first place is... Her ex-husband, like, the, she talks about how the only thing he loved was that football club and she wants to ruin it. So she mm-hmm. hires someone who she thinks is going to be incompetent yeah. so that he ruins the club. And so, but, like, because she, they put out, like, they didn't, like, which I'm just realizing how much I appreciate. They didn't, like, make it weird and, like, mysterious. Like, why is she doing this? And, like, <laughs> drag it on for a bunch of episodes. <laughs> they, they put in the first episode straight up. She was like, I hate my ex-husband. I'm going to drag this thing to the ground. Yeah. So, like, that makes you want to root for her because you know that but at the same time you're like but I don't want Ted to fail so you're kind of like going back and forth between I get where Rebecca's coming from but like you also feel bad for Ted so she doesn't seem like this evil boss lady from the get-go because you're like okay yeah I get where she's coming from because I hate Rupert yeah like he's so slimy and disgusting yeah her ex-husband is so slimy yeah and that's another way that this show could have veered towards like making it satirical and comical and stuff like they could have mm-hmm. just made her a cartoon that was like a one-dimensional evil lady who was just out to get ted for no reason but yeah. they rooted it in like reality and you're rooting for all the characters even like her who has bad intentions that comes from like a traumatized place and you're able to root yeah. for like understand where she's coming from and you don't you're not rooting for her demise you're rooting for her to like get on the right track again and like go to therapy and like figure (laughs) stuff out (laughs) and i don't know how they did it like i don't know how they wrote all the characters and portrayed all the characters in a way where you're rooting for literally every single person except for rupert especially (laughs) <laughs> yeah, especially because, like, some of them, like, suck. Like, objectively, they, like, Jamie, like, sucks. But, like, you start to root for him when you realize, okay, he's just a little boy who's just, <laughs> who's just been traumatized, traumatized by his father. And, like, he's getting better. And then he get you know? Yeah. And, like, Roy is, like, terrible. Like, he's just rude to everyone. <laughs> but, like, you realize he's he's one of those, like, he's the archetype of, like, bear. I'm rude to everyone but her. Like type yeah. of that's his archetype. He's I hate everyone bear. but her. <laughs> and like Keely's perfect in all ways. I love oh. her. Nothing bad to say about Keely though. She's perfect. I literally Keely would die for her. Jones. 
is I have no words to explain how much I love this woman. <laughs> She's so great. She plays and like she she plays like Jamie's girlfriend in like in the first she, that's how we're like introduced yeah. to her and then yeah. like we get to actually know her more and she's not just like the like hot girlfriend to yeah. like the soccer player she has layers and like has dimension exactly oh my god and <laughs> i think like i'm just realizing now how a lot of the people like a lot of the characters that have hope and like optimism and bring joy to the show from the get-go they're like very childlike but mm-hmm. in a way like in a good way like they still they're still mature and like they know how the world works and everything but it's mm-hmm. like like with Keely, it's just like she's like every good part of like a small child. <laughs> like, yeah, but like she's not an idiot. Like yeah. she's like the real word exists. Yeah. Take accountability for your actions, like yeah, be a yeah, good yeah. person. But like and just like have a good time. Her her and Rebecca's friendship yes. is my favorite part of the show absolutely it's my actual favorite part of the show because it's just so like natural and real it feels so real and it's also because i was reading this article the variety article that came out a couple of days ago mm-hmm. where like they both got interviewed and i know like you can tell that it comes from like the actresses being really close in real life like their mm-hmm. chemistry and everything but like i was reading it and it was like yeah like the show makes a point of not having the two main female characters like be antagonistic towards each other because you would expect in a traditional sports comedy like the two main women would like be like be on different (laughs) teams or something yeah or like be against each other have some weird like animosity but from the get-go or it's not even from the get-go that they're good friends like at first Kaylee's terrified of her but then they warm up to each other and it's literally It's so... But, like, the way Keely, like, acts when she's terrified, she doesn't show that she's terrified. She'll just say it, like... I think she just, like, says it to Ted later. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, will be confident in front of her, but then be like, oh, my God, that woman terrifies me. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's... And then, like, their friendship and its progression... Like, there's a scene where they're at this, like, gala charity event thing that Rebecca's Mm -hmm. been running... And Keely goes there with Jamie, um, one of the football players. Oh, yeah. The football players. <laughs> Roy and Jamie are football players. Um, yes. And so she goes there with Jamie. And then there's, like, a scene in the bathroom where Rebecca is, like, kind of... But there's also, like, the scene right before, like, the first one where they're on the runway. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so at first, at the beginning of this Met Gala party... Oh, the red party, carpet, not the runway. On the Runways carpet. are in model, not the runway. <laughs> they're on a red carpet, and they're getting their pictures taken um, for the newspaper, because they're, like, a big Premier League soccer team. Um, yeah. And Rebecca's there, and this is the first year that she's organized this event by herself, because usually her husband would have organized everything or, like, would have helped organize everything and stuff. And she's, like, really nervous about having her picture well, taken. she said that even if when it was her husband around, she would do everything, but he would get all the praise. Okay, yeah, but, like, publicly, it's the first time where it's just her in the pictures. Just her, yeah. Yeah. And, like, outward facing, it's just her. And so Keely's, like, next to her, and Rebecca's, like, oh, this is my least favorite part, which is 
one of the first times we see Rebecca be vulnerable like that, mm-hmm. and it's too keely, and it's mm-hmm. like female friendship. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> and, um, and then Keely like helps her out and like tells her how to pose, and then like goes and hypes her up and everything. And it's literally mm-hmm. the sweetest it's moment. So nice. It's the sweetest. And then so later, so Rebecca feels better and stuff. And so then later they're both in the bathroom together. And Rebecca's like, oh, thanks for helping me out. Um, I think you should know that Jamie, your boyfriend, brought another plus one to this auction thing, to this gala thing, to, like, mm-hmm. make him see more, I don't know. Yeah, he talks about, so, like, a part of the gala was supposed to be, like, people can donate money to, like, the organization that was to help with, like, underprivileged kids Children. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So you could vote to have like a night with the soccer players or mm-hmm. the football players sorry <laughs> um it's like you can bid on them yeah. so jamie invited someone else because he's like it's all about branding like if i had two people bidding on me pe- more people want me yeah and kitty was like kitty didn't know that and so yeah. rebecca told her and then she was like oh okay and it wasn't even like the way that she reacted to the news she was just like can I have your drink? (laughs) (laughs) And it was so nice. And, um, they have this, like, really vulnerable moment with each other where Rebecca's, like, you know, being accountable matters. And that's, like, such a big theme in the show, like, being accountable for your actions and for your feelings Mm -hmm. and your emotions and, like, how you exist in the world. But, like, that's one of the first moments where it's brought up, like, explicitly. Explicitly. Mm -hmm. And... Like, it's a genuine moment of, like... Because later on in the night, Keely, like, confronts Jamie and is like, dude, like, being accountable for your actions matters. <laughs> like, I'm not yeah. gonna be with you anymore. And yeah. she breaks up with him. And they she don't does. get together for the rest of the season. They hook up once. But, yes. like, that's it. But, like, they don't get back together. It's not, like, an on-off, like, Yeah, they, which, which was nice. Because I was like, this is clearly he sucks. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, like, why would you get back together with him? And, like, f- like Keely finally steps back and is like, I know my worth and I know I deserve better. And it's just this beautiful moment of, like, after she breaks, after they break up, she, like, steals the wine bottles <laughs> from the bar. Yeah. And then her and um, Rebecca. Rebecca go and, like, go and get drunk. This. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's literally the sweetest because, like, her ex, Rebecca's ex-husband, shows up and, like, ruins the whole vibe. Yeah, he just, like, sucks. (laughs) He's so slimy. And at the end of the night, after they both had, like, had, like, really bad experiences with men, they just go get drunk together. Yeah. And it's... I, like, only, on the second watch, realized that he met the other girl at this gala. Like, the ex-husband. I, like, didn't process that last time. Yeah. Like, didn't put two and together that they were, like, the same person. Yeah. It, like, he gets together with the other Jamie's girl that Jamie invited. Yeah. yeah, Jamie's other plus one. And it's, like, a much younger girl, and her name is also Rebecca, and... it Yeah, but she goes, like, by Bex. Yeah. It's, it's just... It's a little... Yeah. And this show... For the show only having two main female characters, it does a really good job of talking about, like, women in the public eye. Like, it talks about Rebecca 
like after she gets divorced she gets divorced because it's like tabloid news that her ex-husband was cheating on her but she was always the butt of the joke in the press and she was always and continues to be yeah and so it just it does such a good job of like of like what being <laughs> it just it's it's not one dimensional in its portrayal of women and like no not women's at all. issues issues quote unquote yeah. and like being a woman and existing and it's not like preachy either like it just feels real no i think that's what i loved about it it like sometimes like like women relationships just get so skewed and like strange i like don't know what it is i can't put my finger on it whatsoever maybe Something it's because about... a lot of it is written by men probably yeah but like, i don't this know one, i don't is this one I, that's I what i don't know what the makeup women. of the writer's room is i hope there's yeah. like i'm I'm, at least one woman, please. Yeah, I, I'm i pretty sure there's at least one woman in the writer's room because there's no way that they, like, wrote it. No That well. That well. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. If there isn't a single woman in there, I'm concerned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, something about it just feels so, like, different in terms of, like... I don't know. They're, they're just two very mature, rational human beings. Like, there's no, like if there was to ever be like like when there was like that incident with the photograph she like straight up went to rebecca said tell ted that you made a mistake otherwise i'm gonna tell him for you and she didn't like hold it against her and was like you're a garbage person she was just like make you made a mistake yeah fix it yeah because there's a whole situation where at the beginning of the season rebecca um hires a photographer to take a picture of ted and keely when Keely was like at a modeling shoot and she like couldn't eat the burger with her hands because her nails just got done so Ted was feeding yeah. her the burger and it looked like compromising or whatever even though it just he's looked an like, old like man. a scandal yeah it just yeah. looked like a scandal <laughs> but it was so, like yeah and so then here's what I also love about the show like Keely goes and tells Ted about the picture because she has a friend like at the newspaper where it was supposed to get published and she's like dude like what do I do she doesn't like it's not like a whole elaborate like uh, yeah. miscommunication just, like, thing straight to the point like every yeah. single time and, and that's i guess that's what made it feel so real because like that that's what would happen in real life <laughs> yeah. it wouldn't just go off in this weird nonsense <laughs> tangent to make it extra dramatic it just gets to the point like we're acting like human beings yeah and not like we're in a tv show yeah so she goes to ted and ted is like you know who we should go to about this our boss and Ted, <laughs> Ted and Rebecca's friendship, relationship, whatever, is also one of my favorite things. It's the sweetest. Because, again, like the whole women thing, it's, like, there's never a punchline about Rebecca being the boss in, like, a negative way. Mm-mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's never the punchline. Like, it's always... Except by that first guy that she fired because he was misogynistic. Okay, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> but that was, like, no, obvious. But, like, a clearly, like, this guy sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, like, every time Ted talks about Rebecca being his boss, it's not in, like, a... 
it's not weird. Oh, a woman's my boss. Yeah, it's just it's, like a woman's my boss. What's the big deal? Like, yeah, why is it's that natural. Shocking? And like, it's so, and he's not fragile about it. Like, he's like, yeah, this is my boss. Like, I'm going to bake cookies for you and we're going to hang out. Like, it's yeah. the sweetest. So he goes and tells her about the picture because that's what would happen. <laughs> and and then yeah and then it just goes on from there so then when Keely then like later in the season finds out that it was Rebecca who had hired the photographer and like tried to say a sabotage Ted like she goes mm-hmm. to her and is like like you said like you made a mistake if you don't tell him I'm gonna tell him yeah and it's like yeah like that's that's it's what just like happen. real people doing real people things and she's not like she's obviously angry at her but she's not like she doesn't turn it into like a whole I'm better than you like I feel like other shows yeah. would have been like they this would have been put it different. together yeah <laughs> yeah this is why we could never be friends <laughs> shut up and yeah. it's it's so it's so good yeah and then Beard and Ted, their relationship is I just love how he's a man of little words. He's a man of little words. But they're very important. Very important when he speaks. He's, like, the complete opposite of Ted in that he's, like, very mellow and, like, Mm -hmm. cool and, like, grounded. But he doesn't treat Ted like he's dumb. Like, he doesn't treat Ted like he's stupid or that his, like, optimism is, like, unwarranted or anything. He goes along with it, and they have such, like, a good chemistry and rapport that it just, like, makes my heart happy. (laughs) Like, I just... The juxtaposition of their characters is so... It's so good. It's so good. And, like, there's... I, season two releases next week, and that's why we were like, it's perfect for us to talk about it, <laughs> like this week. Yeah. Um. Technically, this week because the podcast comes out on Tuesday, hopefully. Yeah. Um. But there's in the trailer, there's a scene where they're like Lead Tasso is coming out, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like his alter ego and he starts yelling at the boys to touch their toes and then all of a sudden he's like touch each other's toes and it's just like he's trying to punish them because he's angry and his alter ego is angry Ted where he's called lead tasso and then beard goes he goes he goes at least no one got hurt this time (laughs) but like what makes me like feel so it just makes me so happy that I I guarantee that someone was talking one time in the writer's room and then someone accidentally said, oh, so for the next episode of Lead Tasso, oh, sorry. And then they're like, oh my god, and then made a whole bit and was like, haha, Lead Tasso, he's like the exact opposite of Ted Lasso and he's like angry and not optimistic. Oh my god. And then they were like, yeah, let's just write it into the show. Because they have the power to do that. Guaranteed that's what happened. Like, that's I probably was there. what happened. Yeah. I was there. I can confirm. <laughs> Please don't sue me, Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> that's a joke. Yeah, because Jason Sudeikis is going to be listening to our podcast for sure, dude. <laughs> dude, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> um, but, yeah. But yeah. Beard We've been is... speaking for almost 40 minutes. 
just just to time check. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> we haven't even we haven't done it. Okay, you know what? It can be as long as we want because two people listen to this, and who That's cares? That's true. <laughs> That's true. I think one of them is my brother. <laughs> and like, yeah, and I'm pretty sure the other one is me because sometimes when I get sad and I can't sleep, I like re-listen to some dude. When I I can't do that because I listen. I don't know. I just don't feel... Because, like, anytime I... Anytime I'm editing, mm. my brain thinks I'm having a conversation with you. And mm-hmm. then I'll go to text you, and I'll be like, wait. I've not been talking to Lakshani this whole time. <laughs> and I'll get really confused, because in my head, I, I, I've been having a conversation with you this whole time. <laughs> but, it's a really strange feeling. But, yeah, this is going to be as long as it's, as it's going to be. And who cares? Fair. It's... Midnight for you. Yes. Are you tired? I'm not sleepy, though. No, I'm fine. Okay. Just let me know. Or you can fall asleep in the middle of recording. I can just end it. That, that'll be sick. <laughs> sleep cast. Those exist, like, sleep podcasts where they're, like... They do. They're meant to, like, put you to sleep. They don't work for me. I never tried. They don't work for me. Because I found one of them that was, like... He was just saying random sentences, and that was supposed to help me sleep. What the heck? <laughs> and I was like, this is weird. The pickled pear potted in a plant. <laughs> no, he like he was just saying, like, the weather is nice. Green grass tastes good. Or something. It's like random. What the? <laughs> That's so weird. That and makes me like... uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. Um... But yeah, okay, we talked about Keely, we talked about Ted, we talked about Beard, we talked about Rebecca. Jamie um, and Roy are great. Well, Jamie kind of sucks, but he gets okay. better. And that's another thing. Like, Jamie Tart is... I I would not want to be anywhere. I know a lot of <laughs> Jamie Tarts. Yeah, no, he's just like... So, to give you a brief description, he has a big ego, and he is good, so it's frustrating. Yeah, he has he's a really giant ego because he's like twenty three years old or like super young, and yeah. he's like, he has yeah really good, and, and so, he's but like, then it's also like he's like a I I'm I'm the one that wins. He's not yeah. like a team player. Yeah, yeah like yeah, we yeah. all know one of those people. Yeah, and every yeah, and so there's just, and then so you're the whole time you're like he sucks what is he doing here like why is he here i don't want to see him on my screen but then it like at the middle of the season it like the ghost episode it's episode six episode last night (laughs) it's called two aces (laughs) i you finally are like oh this is why he's an awful person <laughs> yeah because like his dad is traumatizing and you understand yes. why he's away but and then at the end of the episode he finally turns around and he's finally warming up to the team and like being like nice okay there's chill. like one line that he has where he's like oh pop the bottle open and then he leads yeah, the team chair like, or whatever but yeah, it's but like you can see it's like a clear like it was shift. meant to go somewhere better yeah yeah and then it hurts. You you get sad at the end of the episode when you realize that he's been taken off the team because he was benched, and it's a whole thing. It's hard to explain. Well, it's because so. 
So he got benched because he was being like a real arrogant little yeah. baby about the fact that he was scoring goals on one game. So yeah. Ted Lasso was like, I'm going to prove that to this kid that we can win without him. And he's yeah. not just like the one like leading the team. Like he needs to be a team player. So he benches him. Mm-hmm. And so he's loaned to Richmond, which is their team mm-hmm. from Manchester City on a like Manchester City owns his contract and they loaned him to Richmond for the season. Mm-hmm. And so then they were like, if you're going to bench your, like, best player, we're going to take him back because why are we giving him to you if he's not going to play? So Jason – Jason, I was not Jason. Ted Lasso. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis, who plays Ted Lasso, goes to Rebecca and is like, don't – like, I, I definitely am not going to keep him benched. Like, don't let him get recalled or whatever. Mm-hmm. But at the end of that episode, you real, she starts to realize that – they have two really good players, so they have a good mm-hmm. chance of actually being successful, and she gets really pissed. Mm-hmm. So she, like, initiates him being recalled, and he gets mm-hmm. recalled to Manchester City. Mm-hmm. And at the... Because when you find out that he's been recalled, you feel bad. Like, you feel sad. Oh, yeah. And though, it's like... like he, he sucked the whole time he was there. <laughs> it's like, how does this show make you root for everyone? Yeah. Everyone. Like, it's really crazy. And Roy, I... I... Roy Kent is the fan fiction man of my dreams. <laughs> like... <laughs> he is very fan fiction. Like, I did not think about it. <laughs> the grumpy, like, mean, rude, like, I hate everyone brooding type yeah but he's like a teddy bear like he's so he's so soft but he just doesn't show anyone he does yoga with old ladies (laughs) literally like there's this whole like exchange where keely's like because keely and roy get together together. yeah yeah and i love it they're oh my they're so perfect for each other they're perfect but um she's his like i'm only nice to you (laughs) she's the little ball of sunshine and he's like a grumpy it's so good it's so good i love it (laughs) i will eat that for breakfast every single day i don't know what i just said i'm so tired um but he (laughs) i love him a lot and he's also he could have been like one-dimensional and cartoonish but throughout the whole season that his plot line is him realizing what being captain of a team means and what being a good leader means and like what warming up to his team is and stuff Mm -hmm. and he's just like i ah i don't know i just i love his character so much no he's great at the beginning of the season, Ted gives all the players a book with, like, a lesson in each of the different books that he thinks they should know. And Roy's book was A Wrinkle in Time. And the, like, the whole, like, what the sh- book's about is about this little girl who, like, learns about leadership through her adventure in space. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like, am I supposed to be the little girl? Like, this is so stupid. But then there's shots of him reading the book throughout the, yeah. the like, <laughs> season. It's so good. It's so cute. And he has a little niece that's, like, that he, like, is soft to and, like, takes care of. And it's just, like, it's so... I love him so much. I love him a lot. I wouldn't want to be anywhere near him if i knew him in real life <laughs> i feel like you'd be scared of him i would be terrified of him but... i would be scared of him too like <laughs> i can't be around people like that 
but it's just and then his and Ted's relationship throughout the season is so it's so adorable my airpods are about to die (laughs) okay well (laughs) oops anyways um take one out and start charging one dude i don't know what's going on it says a hundred percent for both of them start charging one so the other one will be then you can just switch them back and forth it literally says a hundred percent though i don't know what's going on anyways it's fine if it dies it dies um, I, then we're gonna have double audio. Okay, I'll put one in. Yeah. There you go. Okay, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, his and Ted's relationship throughout the season progresses so beautifully because in the first episode, he's like, he's really old. He's like a veteran player of the team or whatever. He's been playing. He's like 30. He's not Okay, but like in terms of like football though, he's been playing. Yes, in terms of like like, athletics and stuff. He's been playing for a while. And so he was like, I can't believe my last season I'm going to be coached by Ronald McDonald. (laughs) And they have an exchange. Beard and Ted have an exchange where he's like, oh, he's going to be so mad when he like warms up to us or something. Because he's like, He's like, he hates us now, wait till we win him over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then in the last episode, they have this exchange, or one of the last episodes, they have this exchange, and then, like, where Ted does something to, no- to annoy Roy, and then Roy's like, this is why it's hard to love you, and I nearly started <laughs> crying. Like, I nearly started bawling. <laughs> I, was like, I think one of them's like, he said love. <laughs> yeah. He was like, no, Beard was like, oh, did you hear that? He said, I love you. <laughs> And it's just, like, it's so perfect, their, like, mentor-mentee relationship and how Mm -hmm. Roy, again, Roy and Rebecca, I think, are perfect, like, parallels. Roy Mm -hmm. and and, um, Rebecca are parallels, and Ted and Keely are parallels, which I think is really cute. Yes. Um, But Roy finally feels comfortable enough to be vulnerable, and he goes and talks to Ted and um Higgins and Nate and he's like talks about his relationship problems and again the whole women thing they're not like oh Keely slept with Jamie last night like what a slut like they don't do any of that oh, no. he Ted's literally like grow up like you guys aren't together she's and a grown woman you. she's yeah. allowed to do whatever she wants and it's so chef's kiss like that's boys will be boys but like good <laughs> like that's that's the boys it's, will be boys it's not content. even like boys will be boys though it's literally just like people are people and she's a yeah, girl yeah, woman yeah, she can yeah. do whatever she wants stop being a baby about it yeah there it's just it's so it's so nice we haven't even talked about nate nate is great <laughs> he's like the he's like the he's like the um he's the, the water token, bottle boy yeah he's the token brown guy <laughs> Yes, and he's like the water bottle guy and like Mm -hmm. does like the laundry and all that kit man exactly yes and ted and like coach beard are actually nice to him and he's like really Mm -hmm. shocked for once because he's like why do people care about what i have to say yeah it's really cute how he like goes from kit man to like they like make him a coach yeah and his progression his character throughout the season it's not like he goes from being unconfident to like super allowed but he like just like he just feels more comfy yeah it's like a soft it's like a 
quiet type of confidence that he gains. And there's this one scene near the end of the that episode, the the Frozen episode, like where they go to the karaoke bar. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite episodes in the show. <laughs> and in that episode, Nate, he like he gives this whole speech where he like roasts all the players and stuff. Where at the beginning of the season, oh, yeah. he would have never Absolutely ever been not. able to do that. And it's just so, it's so, like, his lack of confidence, again, could have been made a parody, but they chose to, like, humanize him and, like, make him, like, grounded and, like, it comes from... Intelligent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, clumsy and stupid. Like, he knows the game and he helps out because he actually knows the players. He he's the one who gives them throughout the season like all the plays and stuff that like yeah. help them win. <laughs> like, exactly. It's so I love I love his like his character and his dynamic with Beard and Ted is It's great. They're like unmatched. the perfect trio. I yeah. And Higgins, I think Higgins is like the most cartoonish character on the show. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair to say. I mean, have you seen his glasses? <laughs> <laughs> and dude, honestly, okay, do you know I'm going to send you a picture. You people listening to this can't really <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about. But there's an actual guy on SNL, like one of the producers, he works with Jimmy Fallon now called Higgins, and they look oh, exactly no, I know alike. What are you talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. They look exactly I, alike. I know exactly who you're talking about. Because he, like, <laughs> would do, like, voices and stuff on Jimmy Fallon's late night talk show. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys should look That's, up Higgins, no, Higgins SNL and then Higgins Ted Lasso and look at the similarity. <laughs> and that it's so funny because you, know, you know he showed up at, like, casting and Jason Sudeikis was like, we have to. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> he was like, we have to. Um, but he's, like, Rebecca's assistant or whatever who, like, she bullies and, like, demeans and stuff. But he's also, like, real and he has a family and you feel for him and, like, you're rooting for him. And everyone on the show, their characters are just so grounded and, like, real and it's so nice. Yeah. Are we missing anyone? Sam, Sam Abisanya, please go out with me. Please date me. Also, Danny Rojas. We haven't, like, talked about Danny Rojas. <laughs> he comes in, like, episode six, and he's just, like, really good. Ball of sunshine. And, Golden retriever. Yeah, he's literally just, like, running around screaming football his life <laughs> and singing his own name, and it's literally perfect, and I love him so much. <laughs> but Sam Abisanya is... Mm, he's also great. He's, He's yeah. like, he's like Danny Rojas, but less. He's like more, more grounded, more yeah. less like Outwardly. screaming football is life. More just like this is what I do. He's so and genuine I'm be and cheerful. nice. I in season two, I want his and Rebecca's relationship, like their mentee mentor type thing, to grow. Like their friendship, yeah, I agree. Because there's one scene, the ghost episode, where, mm-hmm. um, where he comes in to Rebecca's office and is like we have this like ritual team bonding thing happening and I want you to come and they bond and like Rebecca like openly like warms to him and you can tell that like 
she really cares about him even though she says that she doesn't want like the football team to succeed like when you see her interacting with the players it's like she feels love for them and her and sam's like friendship because she's not like a cold-hearted woman like yeah, she yeah, has yeah. emotions yeah 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 yeah. she's not cruella Deville. <laughs> <laughs> but her and sam's friendship is just chef's kiss i i want to see more of that and just yeah. sam is a sweetheart and i love him he really is and like the one thing i i wish and i'm hoping for more of is mm-hmm. the other football players because it's a giant yeah, team yeah, and we yeah, only yeah. get to know like five of them like we only so get to really them. know like roy and jamie and sam and sam. danny but like we don't even get to yeah. know them some yeah, of them yeah. we don't even know their names mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, we, yeah they yeah. just are faces mm-hmm. so like i would like to know a little bit more about like the other players and like and like one of so one of the i think his name's isaac Mm. and him and like there's like an, a story arc with him and another mm. guy named colin and they used to like mm-hmm. bully nate and then they're like nice to him <laughs> and it's really nice and cute isaac and nate's like this is what i mean because even though their characters aren't fully like in depth and developed and stuff it's just like the small interactions because they used to bully nate and it was like a whole thing where they would like like pin him up against the wall and like hit him with towels and stuff mm-hmm. but then in the karaoke episode at the late like end of the season it's not even like they don't even draw attention to it like if you're paying attention you'll find it but they're like holding nate up and like carrying him around and they're all drunk and it's super cute it's really cute and just the progression of their friendship ah it's adorable so i would yeah i agree like i'd really like to get to know them better and like especially because roy like he has to like choose someone to be captain for one of the episodes because he like, mm-hmm. gets injured or whatever and he picks Isaac and I was like that's sick but like we barely know anything about Isaac <laughs> yeah. like I feel like I would see that coming for like Sam because mm-hmm. there's moments with him and Ted where yeah. he's just like Sam like you're great you're just doubting yeah. yourself too much and stuff like that but there's like barely any interaction with Isaac other than him like bullying Nate and kind of and, some like, cut away yeah yeah so like i was like this is sweet but like i wish i knew him a little bit more yeah i mean i understand why they couldn't have made sam captain because he was like new to the team like he'd only been there for a year but like yeah i agree i like it would have been more impactful if we actually knew who isaac was but Mm -hmm. i think they're gonna do that because i think like he's gonna be a more prominent person in season two because roy gets injured in the spoilers (laughs) roy gets injured in the last game and he like and we don't know exactly how he's gonna come back yeah in the next season like whether he's gonna like but in the trailer and in a lot of like review articles like people are like oh he's navigating who he is without football so Mm, so it's like one of it's just gonna be him being depressed eating popcorn in his house and keely being like Maybe he's gonna child. come back. Maybe because him and Ted are way too close for Ted to just be like, oh, like don't come back. So no, it has to be like he has to like have like some type of like. Yeah. There's probably gonna be a scene of him like staring at the locker room or <laughs> at all the awards he won years ago, <laughs> and then the lights shut off slowly one by one. <laughs> he's probably gonna be like team manager or like some type of something to the team. Yeah, there's gotta yeah. be. Because yeah. I feel like it's going to be, like, navigating my life without football. But then it's going to be, like, but also navigating my life with a little bit of football. 
Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I can't... Like, Keely, I'm so excited to see how Keely and his relationship develops. Because... Yes. Their chemistry is just so insane. There's a scene where... This is, like, right after Roy has his breakdown and he goes and talks to Ted and Higgins and Beard and is like, okay, I have to, like, man up and, like, blah, blah, blah. And he goes and asks her out and it's the sweetest thing because she's, like, they're in the press room and she's, like, <laughs> hopping around in seats and, like, asking like questions. like she's And it's so... Yeah. Uh, it was a little cringe because it was, like, this is a lot, but, like, also it was, like... It's cringe like- in a good way. Yeah, it's not, like, painful cringe. It's just, like, okay, couples being couples cringe, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, that type yeah. of thing. But it's, like, yeah. this is cute, though. But it's it's really endearing to watch. And it's, yeah. like, you can... And it, yeah, I'm, I'm also excited to see, like, Soft Roy more. Because <laughs> this man, you like, the actor... You see it with, actor, like, his niece a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you see it with his niece. <laughs> you see it at the karaoke place. Um where he's like where Rebecca's singing let it go and then you see Roy in the background like mouthing the words and like smiling <laughs> it's really cute and this man's smile is magical and I want to see more of it in season two <laughs> and I think like the two actresses talked about how he has like one of the best smiles but his character is so grim <laughs> that he has to actively try not to smile whatsoever yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're even before they got together, like even before Keely broke up with Jamie, like there's that scene in the parking lot where he goes and he tries to like This is another one of my favorite Roy moments. I just remembered where they're out in the parking lot and then um Roy's like ranting to Keely about how Ted won't do anything about Isaac and Colin bullying Nate and he's like I have to stick up with for Nate who like I don't even know his last name and then Keely's like, "Oh, it's like I don't know. I don't remember what she said. I think she was like, oh, it's like Tucker. And then he's like, no, it's this. So he like obviously knows his last name. It's so like, it's so, it's, uh, it's like little moments like that. Like the dialogue and the way that the characters speak and interact with each other is just brilliant. And I really, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's going to be a Christmas episode in season two. Because there was a bunch of Christmas things happening in oh, yes. the trailer. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I could write a whole essay on Ten pages. F- food in Ted Lasso. Like the motif of food. And I think mm. it's going to get even better with the Christmas episode. Because <laughs> like the biscuits and like the champagne the and like the tea and like the bubbly water sparkling versus water. sparkling <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And just, like, the bar, just, like, everything. I, this yeah. show is brilliant, and I think you should watch it's, it. You, everyone should, <clears throat> everyone should go watch it. It's very good. You'll like, be If you happier. don't like it, I'm concerned for you. Genuinely. Like, that's a little, that's a little alarming. <laughs> <laughs> is there anyone else we haven't talked about? Um, oh, one character I don't really like is Sassy, and she was only. I was literally in... about to say we didn't really talk about her, but she's really minor. She's really minor. <laughs> I think she's gonna get bigger in the second season or coming seasons. Mm-hmm. 
What's happening? Nothing. I'm just looking at you. Oh, okay. Because it looked like you were like, you had to go do something. Um, no. It's literally 12 a.m. What would I have to do? <laughs> um, yeah, Sassy, she's like in one episode. She's in the karaoke episode. And like her and Ted have a one night stand. Which, by the way, that was a little much. Like, that it was came just out shocking. Of, left field a little because he yeah. just got a divorce like he had just probably, signed well, he divorce talks about papers. how like he that's why he did it because he just like wasn't in like, his brain was just like yeah. yeah he was like i've never done that before yeah but like that came out of nowhere <laughs> like, i agree she shows up at his door and is like okay um time to go (laughs) but she's uh rebecca's best friend from when she was small or from Mm -hmm. when they were small and stuff i think she's gonna be a bigger character in the coming seasons i think it's possible if if they try to make her and ted a thing yeah which i don't i don't hate it but i don't love it i think it's a really big point of contention in the Ted Lasso fandom um, of whether <laughs> Ted and Rebecca should get together. I, I just don't think so. I like them as friends. Yeah. I think they're like... I think they're like soulmates. Like, they should be in each other's lives forever. But I don't know yeah. if that should be, like, romantic or what. Because I feel like it would be a little weird because, like, she's his boss. Yeah, I just, I don't think their their relationship is romantic. I think they have mutual respect for each other mm-hmm. as people, for sure. And, like, they're good friends, and I can see them getting closer as friends. I don't, I don't like the idea of them being romantic. I, I think, think they're going to end the up. That I really, oh, I think I they're going to. I wish that we could stop just making it that everyone yeah. has to end up together. Like, why can't people just end up being friends? Honestly, it would it would be like real like tidal wave in cinema. <laughs> That's really dramatic, but it would be like really interesting and like a big deal if they did end up just like making them friends. Um because they they've set up in the first season, they've set up their relationship in a way where you know that they can be vulnerable with each other. Can mm-hmm. you still hear me? yeah okay you know that they can be vulnerable with each other and like and like have that kind of relationship but if they decide to go the route of like making them really really good friends and not like end up together I think that would be like really different from what normal tv shows would do because in the first season, like, the way that they set up their vulnerable scenes and stuff, you think that they would set them up together, especially because, like, he was consoling her after, like, Rupert was being really bad, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. not a good guy, and, like, the whole dart scene where he comes and, like, white knights her or whatever. Yeah. Like, they've set it up in a way where, like, I can see it going romantic, but if they didn't, if they like chose not to. I feel like she's such his older sister to me. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that's the kind of vibes they have. Like, she's such his older sister, and he's just, like, her little brother just, like, looking out for his older sister. That's yeah. the kind of vibes I see for them. Yeah. 
Because then I, like, think about, like, them, like, like being romantic, and it just, like, freaks just, me like, out. It's just, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just it doesn't, doesn't feel right. right. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe he'll be a completely different character. I hope not. Yeah. I don't want him to end up with anyone. At the yeah, end of it. Honestly, I don't... I, I, I mean, right now, there's no one I think that's... Mm-hmm. That would make sense for him. Yeah. And I don't want Rebecca to end up with anyone either. I hope she adopts a child. Or, like, fosters or something. But I don't she want her to, the like... She whole football team. Yeah. Everyone in it. <laughs> she, she should adopt me. Is what she should do. Please. I... Mm, she should go to therapy and then adopt me. <laughs> <laughs> you should go to therapy together. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah. I think apparently, like, her dating is going to be a plot line in season two. Like, mm. her navigating dating Yeah, for the like, first trying time. to go out and yeah. stuff. I so we'll see. Maybe we'll find... Maybe we'll meet some guy that, like, she should be with, but... For now, no one is worth her time. Yeah. Apparently, Jason Sudeikis has been like, yeah, it's gonna end after three seasons. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. And I think it's gonna be, like, in the last... I'm glad that they're not, like, stretching it out. I'd rather them finish it and, like, have an idea than just be like, let's just keep going. Like, um, I don't know, like, Grey's Anatomy or (laughs) Yeah, because I think it's going to be like, you know how in the last episode in the finale they were like, he was like, uh, so we can get promoted and then win the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think season one was them getting relegated. Season two is them getting promoted and season three is them winning Feels the whole like thing. Probably something like that for sure. Yeah. But I'm very excited for season mm-hmm. two as well. <laughs> it's 9.36 p.m. It's 12 36 p.m for you yes, we've ma'am. been speaking oh okay an it's only been minutes. an hour 10 minutes that's yeah, not bad that's not bad yeah no you'll deal with whoever's listening will deal with it it's fine <laughs> um yeah i really go hope... ted lasso <laughs> dude i'm gonna like before i fall asleep tonight i'm gonna remember something that i really wanted to say but i think i think that's everyone yeah, you can just sneak it in in the next one <laughs> yeah. after we watch season two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, well, I hope everyone's doing well, and our socials will be in the description. And good night. Yeah. Good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thank you.